During that dark time at the end of 2005 and the beginning of 2006, Dad was the one who helped most with my batting, particularly when my self-confidence had evaporated. At the time I got dropped, he helped me to look deeper into my own game and work out my strengths and weaknesses. If something was off, he could remember how I looked when I was batting well. By the time I get my chance in the Australian team again, only thanks to Shane Watson's injury before the 2006-7 Ashes series, I've worked on the hardest shot for me to play ever since I was a kid. The on-drive. I used to love watching elegant, superbly balanced right-handers like Michael Slater and Sachin Tendulkar play through mid-on, but I had never been able to do it. At the time I was dropped, I was so anxious to get across to cover the ball around my off-stump, my balance was falling over to that side, so that when the ball was on my pads, I was playing across my front leg and either missing it or hitting it too square. I remember a lot of drills in 2006 where I was hitting ball after ball back past the bowler, between him and mid-on, instead of turning them to square leg. I also focus on eliminating risk early in my innings. I will never play like I did in 2004 again. Being dropped was so traumatising. That fearless youngster is gone. I've sent him away. I'm going to be a more careful and selective batsman now, more focused on playing straight. I'm going to be more professional. The Adelaide Test match in the 2006-7 Ashes series is my real return to the team. I didn't make runs in Bangladesh and wasn't central to our efforts in Brisbane, and this is a moment when my team needs me. England score 6 for 551 before declaring their first innings, and we are still 256 runs behind when punter is out, after a fighting 142 in the first over with the second new ball. I love facing the second new ball. It's always a great time to be aggressive. My first ball, Andrew Flintoff fires it in at my leg stump. Does he know my weakness? Does he know how much I've been practising? I play straight, just like I've been doing in the drills, and the ball races off to the onside boundary. If one ball can give you a complete injection of confidence, that does it. An on-drive off one of the toughest bowlers I've ever faced. By the end of the day, we're still a long way behind, but the ingredients are all there. I've made it to 30 for the start of a new day, and I'm batting with Gilly. He goes on a bit of a tear before holing out in the 60s, and I get a rare chance to put on a partnership with Warney. He has a fine time chatting with Paul Collingwood and Kevin Peterson, among others, and that helps me focus on my own game. It's like he's shielding me, stirring up the Englishman so he can deflect the heat away from the youngster. I would love Warney to make that first test hundred he's been waiting for all his career and would give anything to be with him when he does. As it turns out, not long after I get to my hundred, Warney, on 43, is LBW to Matthew Hoggart, who also gets me a few overs later. But we've got our team score up past 500, which will enable a famous win set up by Warney's four wickets in England's second innings. I'm there with Mike Hussey when he hits the winning runs just before stumps on the fifth day.
For me, that innings is a turning point. My first real contribution since before I was dropped. My first Test 100 since Brisbane two years ago. It's been a long time, and I'm a different player now. Two years older and, I hope, many years wiser.